Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What is this? You don't know this? Pocket full of hope. This is Crazy by oh, Ice House. Ice House? Yeah. Wow. I, I don't think I've ever heard like the beginning of the song. Crank it up. This happens to be a good song. I think. Mm-mm. Nah, it's not that great. But it was no. it was a moderate hit. Is this from the eighties, Solana? Eighties yeah, or nineties? Yeah, yeah. Probably the eighties. Late eighties. Yeah. That oh, is a pretty good song. Pretty good song. Hmm. Ice House. There's right. a good part coming. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> that was the good part. All right. I like it. I like what Solana's doing with the music today. Heard some Doobie Brothers, some Steve Miller Band, now a little Ice House. I mean. Takes you right back to your 40s. It, <laughs> I walked right into that. <laughs> I was already agreeing with you. Ah, foiled again. <laughs> Pumping your fist in the air. I was like, it does take me right back to the, the my high school 40s. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Took a crosswalk. I didn't see Damn it coming. you. Damn it. Um, all right. We have a lot of stuff to get to uh, here in the 3 o'clock hour, including headlines. So let us begin with headlines and Alejandro Solana. This sports update, it's driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford, we know trucks. I will start here with the 305 alarm. Ah. <laughs> it's a 305. Dale. 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 Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> couple things happening locally here tonight. The Panthers, they'll play the Penguins tonight. 7 p.m. puck drop from Pittsburgh. They lost yesterday by four goals. 6-2 to two was the final in New York against the Rangers. Either of you guys watched that Panthers game last night? No, I was traveling. They uh, Did you watch it, Solana? I tuned in twice. Once was the first period intermission, and then the second time <laughs> I tuned in, it was a second period intermission. So All I right. just gave up. You got a little Craig Minervini and uh, I believe it was uh, Ed Jovanowski last night, right? It was. It was me yeah. and Jovanowski. Um, the uh, the Panthers, I mean, they were, they were getting blowed out, and then they, they pulled the goalie with nine and a half minutes left in the Ooh. game. And they scored a goal real quick, made it 5-2, and kept the goalie pulled like it was – I like the aggression that you saw from Paul Maurice there. I mean, it didn't obviously work out in the game, but uh, we'll we'll ask Josh Appel. Josh Appel is going to join us in the next segment. Uh, I do want to ask him, like, how much does it cost the Panthers? They're going to have losses, 
but what if now they lose tonight because Pittsburgh is a big favorite tonight and, and they're a very good hockey club. Um, like, we're, are, are we at this point right now where – because I know if you remember a couple of weeks ago when we were at the arena, Moeller and Goldie both said to us, you know, you, you can't really lose consecutive games anymore. But then they went on kind of a little bit of a point tear. And so I'm wondering how much we really need to fret about, say, a couple losses in a row. So yeah. we can ask him in the next segment. They played the pan- uh, the Penguins a couple months ago, I think back in December, and they lost 4-2 to two at home. Yeah, Penguins are a good team. Yep. And now you got the Panthers on the second night of a back-to-back, and uh, I- I'm guessing Alex Lyon won't play tonight. I'm guessing it'll be uh, Spencer Knight. Yeah, they, they brought him back. I mean, anytime you're going up against the Crossman – you got to be on your game. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> hey, save that for Appel because he is going to go crazy. <laughs> Crossman. The Crossman. <laughs> Been saving that one since December 15th. Right. The last time we talked right. about no, Sidney Crosby. Definitely save it for Appel because no. he, he's like when I get the, you know, Batman wrong and say he's part of the Avengers and the, everyone goes crazy. <laughs> I dare you to drop a Crossman on Appel. Crossman. The Heat tonight, they host the Celtics 7.30 p.m. rematch of the Eastern Conference Finals. Last year's Eastern Conference Finals. The Celtics, second night of a back-to-back, so they're without a couple starters. Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, and Crowder's boy, Malcolm Brogdon. They're all out tonight. Yeah, they're, uh, they're not playing a lot of people tonight. Heat are four-and-a-half-point favorites tonight. Kane Toops, they'll play FSU. Kane Toops is ranked 20th. They're on the road. FSU's not very good. They're 7-13 and 13 this year. 7 p.m. from Talanasty. Um, so the, the sports on the radio tonight, easiest way, obviously you open up the Odyssey app and you just, you know, say, I want to listen to the Canes basketball game. And I, I think it works that way or something. I don't know. There's probably an easier way, but if you can't figure that out, or if I got the directions wrong, uh, the heat game tonight is on AM 560 WQAM. The Panthers game tonight is on 96.5 FM HD two. And the Hurricanes basketball game with Joe Zagaki is on 104.3 FM, the Shark. Huh? What? I don't know. You lost me. (laughs) If you want to hear the Heat game, it's on 560 QAM. Mm -hmm. You want to hear the Panthers game, 96.5 HD2. Right. And then the uh, Hurricanes basketball is on 104.3 FM, the Shark. It'll be Joe Zagaki and Ashley O on the call. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think Ashley's jumping in. I would pay to hear that, by the way. <laughs> hey, hey, sister, take it easy. I, right, right. How quickly would, <laughs> would Joe Zagaki just be in the shakes? Yeah. I, I'm, I have it. I, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> Um, Bill O'Brien, some AFC East news. He is returning. He's leaving Alabama after two seasons. He's returning to the Patriots, and he'll be their new offensive coordinator next season. All right. He he must be a butt wipe. Bill O'Brien? Yeah, for him to be able to go between Belichick and Saban back and forth, like he <laughs> he has to be a butt wipe. How are you friends with these guys for years? That's a good point. Like, look at look at the guys you're hanging out with. 
like, oh, yeah. you know, I spent a lot of time with Saban. I think I'll go back and spend some time with Belichick. <laughs> Don't you want to get a break? Yeah. <laughs> get yeah. a Cliff Kingsbury in yeah. there somewhere? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, that's pretty much it as far as headlines go from today. Uh, the Bengals are now two-point favorites, right, Hawk? Two, point two and a half. Two and a half point favorites over the Chiefs. And um, other than that, there was a bit of NFL news. I read it in the last hour. Chris Stapleton will be the Super Bowl national anthem singer. And Babyface will perform America the Beautiful Rihanna, of course, the halftime performer. There any uh, any early props out? Have we seen that on the national anthem? I haven't seen. In. I haven't seen it yet. All right. Lee Sterling had uh, had like the inside info last year on the on the anthem. Well, remember, remember his daughter had done like all the research. Remember yeah. his yeah. daughter went back and looked at all the national anthems that uh, whoever had sang it had sung, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, now, they limit the amount that you can bet on that, so it's never like a huge payday. But it's always a big bet is the national anthem over-under and then, believe it or not, the coin flip. Yeah, same concept. Let's get let's get one early in so we can just get feeling exactly. good. Yeah, yeah. You, you talked me into that concept. Get a, little, get a little win under the belt and then uh, enjoy the rest of the game. All about yeah. it. And then when it ends, you lose because you picked the wrong Gatorade bath color. It's always fun, too. <laughs> red. It's going to be red. <laughs> or the t- color on your TV is off, you know, and you think you won and you can't understand why the ticket didn't cash. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only other bit of news I have here, guys, Tom Brady, he was on the Let's Go podcast. and That's uh, his own podcast, by the way. He was very angry on his own podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not supposed to happen, Tom. Yeah, it was funny. It was Jim Gray that asked him the question. Yeah. You know what? And else today, somebody was like, is Brady going back or is he going to take this $37 million that the TV station giving him a year or whatever? And I was like, damn, that's a great decision that have to be made. Right? Is that, uh, let's see, do I keep playing football or do I take 37 mil a year for the next 10 years on Fox? <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Just Ooh. crazy. Hmm, decisions, decisions. (laughs) Boy, boy, let's be nice. (laughs) The quote, by the way, because I didn't read it, he was asked about his playing career, and he said, quote, if I knew what I was going to bleeping do, that's an F word, I would have already bleeping done it. That's another F word. But he said it in a very angry fashion. It was almost, but I liked it. I I actually liked it. I thought it was fun. I like any time Jim Gray gets put in his place. (laughs) Because Jim's got to be thinking, ah, no more pressure anymore. The podcast is me and Tom. So it's not even like I have to ask the tough questions. It's our podcast. (laughs) And all of a sudden, Brady just kneecaps him. (laughs) Did did you hear the the whole clip? Yeah. Yeah, because then, like, Jim kind of, you know, jokingly. He's like, like I'm, I'm just yeah. asking the question everyone wants to know. Because it's kind of like I'm your homeboy. Like, hey, everybody <laughs> wants to know. Like, he's trying to, like, lighten it up. And Tom, right. move on. Yeah. Okay, yeah, thanks, thanks for that. Thanks for that. Damn, Tom. <laughs> this is your – you don't have to be here. This is Man, your decision. He, he chose Jim Gray as his podcast host, <laughs> I believe. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't just show up at his house one day. Right. It's not like they go, oh, uh, we're signing you to this big podcast deal and it's Donovan Campbell. You know what I mean? Like he, like he gets a say in who it is. They're like, do you want Jim Gray to do it? He's like, yeah, Jim Gray. Yeah. 
He doesn't know about that journalistic integrity that me and Jim have. Mm-hmm. Your weather, it's sponsored by DeBesman and Dover Law Firm. Your accidentattorneys.com. Free consultations. Call them 24-7-866-954-MORE. It is partly cloudy. It looks like it might be a little rainy here as well in South Florida. Tonight, the lows, they'll be in the upper 60s, low 70s. That is your weather. All right, talk with Josh Appel here in the next segment. We like to talk to him on Tuesdays, so he'll join us in a moment. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. On the mound for the Marlins, number 49, Pillows. Hawk and Crowder. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I love fangs. 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 Fangs has only been out for a year. Fangs. Fangs. Big Fangio. Fangs. I know Fangs has been out of the game, you know, this past year, but I, I know that he's someone who I would assume pays attention. Fangs. Hey. Fangs. His defenses in Denver were always very good. Fangs. 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 Big Fangio. Fangs. I, I love, love Fangs. That's a quality open for you, Josh Appel, the world's biggest. <laughs> Can that be permanent? Fangio uh, fan. Yeah, sure. Why not? We've got no standards on this show. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> that was great. Josh Appel is with us. I'm sure you knew by the Vic Fangio montage. Just play that for 20 minutes. Who needs me to actually say anything else? Just play that. Josh Appel is the public address announcer for the Miami Marlins. He's a national play-by-play announcer for Sports USA and Stadium as well. He usually joins us on Tuesdays, sometimes other days of the week. And generally, we talk about Vic Fangio, whether he's in the, the news for a Dolphins DC job or not. Somehow, Vic <laughs> Fangio always. But let's start with the Panthers. We were just talking about the Florida mm. Panthers. Appel. Um, so how much, because last night was uh, uh, not a great uh, performance, um, but how much do we, because we when, when we were at the arena, I was saying to Crowder and Solana in the last segment, we were at the arena, Goldie and Moeller both said to us, hey, they can't lose consecutive games. But then they kind of went on that little point streak that we had talked about. So they lose last night. It's going to be a very tough one tonight in Pittsburgh. Penguins are a very good team. Like, how much do we need to be paying attention to, say, back-to-back losses? Like, what? Like, are we still in this panic zone about the playoffs? Um, I'm less panicked because of this last stretch that they put themselves right back in the thick of things. I mean, they're three points behind Pittsburgh. They're five points behind Washington for those last two wild-card spots. So... Last night, look, it's the third straight game with your third-string goalie. You went 2-1 and one with your third-string guy while Bobrovsky and Spencer Knight have been out. I think you take that every single time. It's amazing, though, that every time they're about to go for the third consecutive win, which they haven't done this year, there's always, ah, well, the, another game with a third-string goalie first, so a back-to-back against a good team. Like, there's always something that gets in the way of that, and that's just kind of been, you know, this season for them this year. Obviously, tonight's a huge game because they're chasing Pittsburgh. You don't want to drop both. 
But, I mean, this schedule has done them no favors. I think it's 13 games in 22 days, and they finish off before the All-Star break with two back-to-backs with two days in between. Really odd schedule with all the travel. And then, you know, after the All-Star break, they've got, I think, 20 home games uh, out of the 30-something that are left. Uh, This game's important tonight. Don't want to lose back-to-back games because as quickly as they got themselves back up into contention again, a bad three- or four-game stretch, can't put them right back where they were. So it's a really important one. And speaking about the All-Star break, does that, does that like, in hockey, does it help them? Because, like, NBA, it seems to help some teams and hurt some teams, that All-Star break. How does it work in hockey? Uh, I just think it kind of depends on a, a given team situation. Like, for the Panthers, they need the rest, and they need it to get guys healthy again. Bobrovsky, Duclair, Sam Bennett now is out tonight. We'll, we'll see if he plays uh, this weekend. But that – you know, seven-day window that Paul Maurice talked about last night is huge for this team to be fresh coming out of the break. Josh Bell uh, is uh, sorry, to, but really quick. Yeah, yeah, go at ahead. the same time, Crowder. You know, if you're on a if you're on a roll, you don't necessarily want to have seven days off in between. So it's one of those things where I think it just kind of depends on on the situation. I'm really glad I interrupted because that was a really important. <laughs> I was going to say Josh Bell is with us, but you're, you're going to the all-star festivities, right? You're going to, you're going to be at the, uh, the arena. You're going to go for the skills and for the game. Yeah. Doing both. Got a nice little, uh, sweet, not to brag. Uh-oh, He's got a go. sweet, uh, Solana. He's, he's going to be in the suite. That's pretty cool, bro. Hey, Solana, <laughs> are you going to be in the suite on Friday? <laughs> We're going to be in the suite. He's not. He's not Uh, because he's got the heat game on Friday. But you and I will be in the suite on Friday. Shame he's going to miss out on the suite. Yeah, we're going to be in the suite. uh, We're going to be in the suite there on on Friday. Do you have a – do you have a hockey? I got to move on from hockey. Do you have a hockey question for him, Solana? Yeah, I do actually, Appel. Just uh, going back to the Penguins game tonight. I mean, you mentioned it, right, because of injuries, goaltending. It's been a bit loosey-goosey over the past couple weeks. But would you agree tonight – Goaltending has to be top-notch considering you're going up against the Crossman. You know, anytime you go up against the Crossman. (laughs) 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 My my anticipation of that was so great because he 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 dropped the Crossman earlier and I said, please save that for a foul. (laughs) I mean, that's his nickname though. Right, he's one of the. That's one of the most well-known nicknames in sports. Correct, the Crossman. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, this show has some big hockey guys. Thinking back to the Cup last year with Crowder's prediction, Solana and the Crossman. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, it, well, we it's hard to get. We, it, it's hard to get better expertise than on this. show. We talk a lot of puck on this show. Yeah. There is no question about it. <laughs> Mario Lemieux called me last night. The Cross man. <laughs> but I think what happened was, Solana, didn't it happen a couple of years ago where you did call him? Like, I can't remember what you called him, but it was certainly not Sid the Kid. It was like, what, what did do you remember, Solana? I, I always have a different nickname for Sidney Crosby. <laughs> well, Crossman is definitely good. I like Crossman a lot. <laughs> what uh, I, I do want to talk football with you, Appel, but I, I got to ask a quick Marlins question since you're the public address announcer. Um, our guy Pablo Lopez gets mm. traded. We love pillows on this show. I did not know, and uh, maybe you can speak on it. I did not know what a great guy he was. And all I've seen since he was traded was anyone that's been around the team, whether it's a reporter or a Marlins employee, talking about what a great human being Pablo Lopez is. 
it, it was like he was just a friend first for a lot of the people in the organization and for fans as well. Uh, Craig Mish had a great tweet uh, and an accurate one that he'll sit there and sign every autograph for every fan and then ask them if they had any more that they wanted to sign or take a picture for their grandma or FaceTime or someone. He's just that type of uh, a guy. Uh, one of my favorite bits that uh, we had bits too, Pablo and I, uh, <laughs> when I would see him during BP, he would always, because during the seventh inning stretch, I'd give it a nice long stretch. And Pablo, for whatever reason, got a kick out of that. So every time he would see me or we would see each other, he'd drop a little stretch, like during the seventh inning stretch. And every now and again, he'd look up if he wasn't pitching that night and give a nice little thumbs up. So it's like little things that, you know, you, you build relationships with these guys and, you know, you, you hate to see them go. But Pablo is a salt of the earth type of human being. And, you know, a lot of this stuff is thrown around a lot about certain guys. Oh, he's such a great guy. Oh, he's this, he's that. But, like, with Pablo, genuinely, it's so true. And he's someone that uh, we're going to miss down here quite a bit. Well, wasn't the trade-off good because they brought in Luis Aris? Aris. 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 We have an argument about how to say the name on this show, Josh. But isn't that, isn't that what they needed with more bats, even though we had to get rid of a good pitcher? Yeah, and that's, that's the – the conundrum that they're in is that they're so deep with their pitching staff that they can afford to give up, not, or, you know, trade away a guy like Pablo Lopez, who you get back a 25 year old batting champion from last year, who's got three more years of control before you have to talk extension with him. There are little concerns here and there with Arise, like his, his power numbers aren't necessarily there, but you know, he still had 30 doubles last year. He's going to be great at the top of the order. He'll play second base with Jazz Chisholm in center field. If for nothing else, it's going to be a very interesting spring training and start to the season just to see kind of how everything fits together. But uh, they're definitely a better team offensively after this trade than they were before. And, you know, with the signing of Johnny Cueto, while he might not put up the numbers that Pablo um, is capable of, Cueto's still coming off a good year last year with the White Sox. I mean, it's a, it's a nice little re replacement for Pablo. And Josh, talking about you brought up uh, Jazz Chisholm, and we when the story you know broke, we talked about it, and I was like, how the hell can they just say, hey, you're a center fielder now? But I don't know baseball like that. Is that is that common to take a guy, bring another guy, and say, hey, you're moving here now. That's where you're going to play. Um, yeah, it just depends on the player. Um, you know, Jazz is obviously an incredible athlete uh, with a ton of speed, can cover a lot of ground. We know that center field is a is a at Lone Depot Park is cavernous. There's a lot of ground to cover out there. My one concern would be just his health, and, and can he stay healthy at a uh, position that's a little more grueling than second base because he's had some injury issues the last couple of years. Last year it was his back that kept him out of the All-Star game and then eventually the rest of the season. So hopefully health-wise he's able to, you know, get the job done in center. I think he's certainly capable of it. You know, they've got John Jay on the staff. I'd rather going to potentially bring in Juan Pierre to help him out during spring training. Skip Schumacher, the new manager, is a guy in his career who moved from the infield to the outfield, was a very versatile player. So there are guys on this staff and people in the organization that are experienced and can help Jazz. And I think the most important thing here is that Jazz is willing to do this, and he wants to do this. This is not something that they're foisting upon him that he doesn't want to do, and he's just begrudgingly going along with it. He, he uh, according to some reporting I read uh, after the move, after Kim Ang had announced it was going to happen, he had gone into Skip Schumacher and basically said, hey, if, this, if there isn't a new center fielder brought in, like, if it needs to happen, 
I'll take a shot at it. And I, I know he actually texted Craig Mish, Jazz did, uh, according to a Herald article today, that he will, he'll win a gold glove out there. And that's just the kind of confidence you love to see. And if you're going to make a position change like this, the player's got to be bought in, and it seems like he is. Uh, I hope he does win a gold glove out there. When do pitchers and catchers report? Do you know? Uh, Mid-February, so less than a month. Wow. I didn't even know. Yeah, uh... and, some, and some will report earlier because of the World Baseball Classic. I didn't even realize. And so then what? Spring training starts in March, I guess. Yeah. Spring training starts in March and the World Baseball Classic. So you'll have both of those going on at the same time. Very excited about all this. All right. We got to get to football here or else we're going to run out of time. Josh Appel is with us. Um, are you surprised? So yesterday we're doing the show and it was like 2, 2.30. And I said to Crowder and Solana, the line right now on Sunday, it was Bengals plus one. And Crowder said, oh, put the bet in now. And, uh, and I didn't because, you know, it was Monday. I'm not going to bet a Sunday game on a Monday. And then all of a sudden it was pick them. And then by the end of the show, the Bengals were minus one. And then all of a sudden we started the show today at two o'clock and the Bengals are now two and a half point favorites at Kansas City. Are you surprised, A, that Patrick Mahomes, even hobbled, is getting two and a half points at home in a conference championship game? And B, are you surprised at how quickly that line has moved? I'm surprised at how quickly the line has moved. I'm surprised it's gotten up to two and a half. Of a, I might get up to three at this rate. Um, that part I'm surprised by. I'm not surprised that Mahomes is now an underdog at home because so much of his game is moving around and creating extra time and throwing off balance and throwing off his back foot. And the high ankle sprain is going to hinder him a little bit in doing things like that. And the Cincinnati defense is really, really, really good, uh, as we saw what they did to Josh Allen a few days ago um, in the divisional round. So surprised that it's moved this quickly, not surprised that they are now the underdogs because, again, that's such an important industry for uh, injury, I should say, for a quarterback with his skill set. And he might still play well, but he won't be the same guy that he would be at full strength. And that's a big difference against a team as good as the Bengals, especially with how well Joe Burrow is playing. Yeah, and you talk about Joe Burrow, Josh, and it's a, a you know conversation going to happen with these two great quarterbacks playing in the championship game. But man, uh, Hawk and I were talking. I think it was yesterday, and I was saying, you know, hobble Joe Burrow's by far because Patrick's hobble Joe Burrow's by far the be- by far the best quarterback in this game. I could argue that he might be the best quarterback even if Patrick was there. Patrick is talented. Patrick's amazing. But I think people aren't giving Josh the credit he really deserves. I think he's the second best quarterback by, at 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 the least. Second best in the league right now. You mean Joe? Yeah. I mean, no, he was talking about me yeah. too. I was an intramural <laughs> quarterback at USA. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. You, I'm sure you're very close to being one of the most talented in the NFL. But I believe he was uh, referencing Joe. I'm not so certain. <laughs> Both of y'all, your own ways. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I'm with you, Crowder. For me, Mahomes is one and Burrow is two. My answer for that probably is different at the beginning of the season. But what more does Joe Burrow have to show you? for him to even be in this conversation. I mean, the fact that Mahomes isn't a runaway for number one and Burrow, again, has inserted himself into making a legit case for him being the best speaks a lot about him. And, and what's so impressive, it just it's like nothing rattles Joe Burrow. And uh, the, the Joe Cool, Joe Shiesty, all that stuff. Like, I mean, it's fitting because that dude, there's nothing that rattles him. The, the, the shot of him throwing the no-look deep ball in uh, in warm-ups was like, I mean, who does that? I mean, I, it's look, it's warm-ups, who cares, whatever. Still a cool video on the road. It's just 
not rattled at all and ready uh, to play in a big game atmosphere. And obviously he did it last year leading into the Super Bowl with a really bad offensive line. This year the defense is playing at a high level. The offensive line got a lot better and played really well shorthanded. I mean, Burrow, Burrow's just taking advantage of everything that's going on around him. And he's so calm and poised. And I would not be surprised if they walked into Kansas City and, and won, even if Mahomes was healthy. Um, the the Dolphins quarterback situation, we've talked about it with you. They have been very clear, too, as the guy, blah, blah, blah. If you could have one season of Tom Brady, which seems like it might be a possibility, if you could have a season of him, do you go for it if you're the Dolphins? Is there merit to it? I just – I – I can't get behind that after seeing how his season went. I, I, I'm sure a lot of it had – there were a lot of um, other factors that came along with it. But is is a 47-year-old, 46-year-old Tom Brady, like, is that something we want? Three years ago, obviously, it's a different conversation. But this version of Tom, I mean, he was not very good <laughs> against Dallas. Like, people want to criticize Byron Leftwich, and that's fine. But there were throws there to be made, and he was just flat out not making them. And I, I, I just not interested. I don't think I, I don't think that all even for just like the fun on. of it, just the fun of having Tom Brady, maybe the greatest nah. of all time, in a Dolphins jersey for a season. No, because now now you're doing the now you're getting the Joe Montana with the Chiefs, but the one after that also. Like Tom Brady with the Bucks was the Joe Montana with the Chiefs, and now you're doing another one on top of that. It just it. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. What about Aaron Rodgers? They said they're not trading him in the NFC. Hey, we're in the AFC, Josh. Uh, that's a little more intriguing. I'll tell you what. That that one's a little more intriguing. Um, I don't know that they'll have the uh, capital to get that done because I think I read that they're asking for a couple of first-round picks, and the Dolphins don't have one of those, uh, let alone two. So I'm not sure they'd be able to even make that work, but it's a fun – uh, thought exercise, and if given the choice between Rodgers or Brady at this point in both of their careers, I take Rodgers instead. They can have Bradley Chubb. He in and out. Tell him to get a hotel room. They can go take him. <laughs> well, I think they want their own number one picks. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> they want someone else. Will you get two number ones for Aaron Rodgers? Is that a legit ask? I don't know if you could ask for that. I don't know if that's what they'll get. They may right. get uh, one first-round pick out of it because he could still play at a at a high level. But I, I remember Brett Favre went for a fourth-round pick um, when he got traded after uh, his tenure in Green Bay. But that was a little bit different because they had Rodgers waiting, and they just were like, whatever, we'll take anything. They don't have a guy waiting in the wings. That actually might uh, hurt their leverage a bit too. I don't see them getting two first. Well, they do kind of though, don't they? They have the kid that they drafted, Jordan Love. But like, do we know that Jordan Love is as sure of a thing as Rogers was? I mean, Rogers at least, you know, we kind of knew at that point that it was his time to to take over. Does anybody have any kind of confidence that Jordan Love is ready for that? I haven't seen enough of him to know. I don't know. No, no, no. The the answer is no. I thought was, you were saying something. No, no, no. Oh, I yeah. agree with you. <laughs> Didn't sound like you were saying something. <laughs> how many shows? How many shows have we done together before? before we Crossman. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That'll get him going. Steve Wretch. <laughs> Pillows. 
and we all know it, you could just say batting practice. You know, you hit us with the BP. Uh, okay, we, we got all right, it. All right, give we us the baseball. fangs montage then. Give us the fangs montage and save everything. <laughs> I love fangs. Fangs, fangs, fangs. Fangs. Fangs has only been out for a year. Fangs. Fangs. Big Fangio. Fangs. I know Fangs has been out of the game, you know, this past year, but I, I know that he's someone who I would assume pays attention. Fangs. Hey. Fangs. His defenses in Denver were always very good. Fangs. 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 Big Fangio. Fangs. I, I love, love Fangs. <laughs> it's really good, man. I love it. It's one of the best things you've ever produced, Solana. He'll never top that. I- I'm sorry. He'll never top that. <laughs> it's one of the best things he's ever produced. All right. Josh Appel, Steve Wretch. How do you say it again? What, where, where Steve Wretch. I love are it. You, are you going to miss uh, introducing Pablo Lopez? Absolutely. I love you, doing the long Pablo. Yeah. Have you worked on the Arise yet? No, but I have to because I mean that when I don't really have a choice. Uh, rolling of the R, like with Sandy's right. name, and now with Arise. So I gotta yeah. get it. I gotta get it down. Gotta trill it. All right, there you go, Josh. Wait, wait, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta what it? Trill it. It's called trilling your R's. Hmm. Did you know that? I thought it was just rolling your R's. No, it's mm. trilling your R's. Did you know that, Solana? I didn't. No, I had no. Look idea. at that. Everybody learned had, something today. No, I think you made that up. No, I'm pretty sure it's drilling your R's. There you go. I think I little just, Scrappy's called Trioville or something like that. I just, yeah, uh, I was not, thinking about that, Spanish. too. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Um, <laughs> there you go. Josh Appel, ladies and gentlemen, big fan of Fangs. Uh, is Fangs the front runner, do you think, for the DC job? He should be. <laughs> <laughs> Will you disappointed? Uh, will be disappointed if he's not? I mean, if it's not Fangs, how could you not be disappointed? It's right, Fangs for go. crying out loud. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. One more time, the Fangs montage. <laughs> I love Fangs. 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 Fangs has only been out for a year. Fangs. Fangs. Big Fangio. Fangs. I know Fangs has been out of the game, you know, this past year, but I, I know that he's someone who I would assume pays attention. Fangs. Hey. Fangs. His defenses in Denver were always very good. Fangs. 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 Big Fangio. Fangs. I, I love, love Fangs. Fangs. <laughs> All right. Really, we re- really quick. Can we, can we, we just – the, the, the fact that part of my analysis of that was that Big Fangio pays attention. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I can pull apart a lot of the analysis that is – put together in that montage but you really do want a defensive coordinator who pays attention that is, is a good yeah, I mean, it should be, yeah, right exactly baseline adam gaze used to play sudoku while uh while the defense was out there and you, you then probably hurt them a little bit all right josh appell thank you josh yeah, thank you guys for having me thanks all right you want to bet an over under tonight on crossman yes <laughs> I was talking to Appel, not you. Well, Crowder's the <laughs> hockey guy. <laughs> hey, Appel knows. Do we want to put any? Uh, we both had the uh, both Appel What's... and our consortium had Kachuk to score a goal last night, and he had some chances, but couldn't ring one up. <laughs> hey. uh, do you want to take the Crosby? Uh, no. Do you want to take the Crosby shots? <laughs> it took over? me an hour and forty-four minutes. I had that one in the holster since two. Probably should have kept it there. <laughs> What's uh what's the Crossman uh props? I was gonna say do you want to do maybe the shots on goal over for the Crossman? 
two and a half, Solana. You want to go over on Crossman? Yeah, why not? Let's put it in. All right, All right. there you go. We got a, is it uh, Spencer Knight and Golden Knight upheld? Do you know? That's what I'm under the assumption of. I can't imagine it'll be lying again. All right. There you go. Josh Bell. Thank you, Josh. You're welcome. <laughs> Make Cheetah Pompano Michi sounded genuinely uh, pleased by that. You're welcome. We apologize. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. I'm naked right now. All right. And moving on. Hawk and Crowder. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.